1: This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey This prayer journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your coffee today. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Slang self Podcast. I am here with Nikita Ren Thickpen from Thick Pro Balance and Relationship Management Institute. Hello, Nikita, how are you?
0: hello Felicia I am happy to be here with your slay nation
1: yes and look I told you I was gonna say, sound that thing all the way out I was like this between this DMV accent and sometimes this leftover Bell's palsy be like it just the words just don't it don't come out the way it's <laughs> supposed to come out so I was like <laughs> slow it down then you can get it out the way you want to um thank that. you for joining us today thank you for I love that slay nation y'all I'm, listen it's the fact that people keep coming up with something yes slay nation slayers yes okay come on come on um (laughs) thank you so much for deciding to come on the show um and just joining us and having this conversation I told you offline like I am honored anytime and every time somebody wants to be here and wants to be able to share their journey um it's a it's an honor to me so thank you so much for uh you know, wanting to come and talk about, you know, your self-doubt journey and what you got going on, um, because I, I really got to know, like, the Balance and Relationship Management Institute. I mean, we need to, we need to, I, I, yeah, mm-hmm, we're going to get into that. But before <laughs> we do, okay, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started?
0: Yeah, well, I first want to honor you. It is a mutual feeling of respect to be on your platform. So thank okay you for being in <laughs> the space. Thank-
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. i received that.
0: Thank you. All right. So for everyone who's newly introduced to me in this hour that have no idea who I am, I'm the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world. I activate power couples and potent humans. Everything we do at the core is about building stronger families so they can leave multi-generational imprints from their wholeness a lot of my work is in the personal development space that's what our company is and then we dig deep into the sexology and all the human behavior and all the things they need to do so they can literally live in that space of a and d and fully and not feel like they have to compartmentalize any part of themselves
1: okay Listen, I, you you said earlier, you know, you, your voice was real sultry, but the way you said that was, I was like, okay, so what do we do first? Like, I, I love so that. Love you already. <laughs> That's real. listen, you. I, look, I tell people all the time, you're gonna get the same person every single time. This every just time. be my energy, okay? But I love that. The number one balance and relationship advisor, and so. Um, I want to know, like, why do you think it's so important? Like, how did you get to this place?
0: Yeah. So my background is a little layered. Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and trauma specialist by full background of over Mm. 25 years as a clinician. And then about 11 years ago, I was fed up with just being mundane, right? Like when you're really good, and I'm sure you can speak to this yourself, Felicia, You're really, really good at many things and you're really great at some very specific things, Mm -hmm. but you're not always in love with the one thing. Mm -hmm. And I found that I was really good at being a clinician, helping these families survive so much grief and turmoil in so many different areas, um, especially as a sexual assault worker and all the different ways that I was able to help people in the dark hour of their life, mm-hmm. but I wanted to help them thrive. I didn't want to just mm-hmm. be in my clinical hat, which is mm-hmm. really about helping you with their deeper roots. Of your dysfunction, where is it coming from? Let's explore how it's coming up in your life. I yeah. wanted to help you motivate, pick up, and go forward with momentum. And yeah. that's where those tenets of coaching and consulting and strategy really came in mm-hmm. that I couldn't do as a clinician within yeah. the system that yeah. I worked in. So I found myself being in the relationship with my work. Like, I don't know if any of y'all had these relationships where you were like, oh, he's so handsome, he's good, he's good to me. But it's No spark. Yeah. Something missing. Something Something missing. missing. The
1: curl ain't quite right. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) Right. The curl's not quite right. And the world is like, oh, your curls are popping. But you know. Yeah. It's just something not Mm -hmm. right about it. And I felt limited, quite honestly, by being in the system Mm. that I was. And it's no disrespect to anyone else who's still, you know, in the field of clinical social work or psychology of all of it. I love you. I need you. I refer to you all the time. And I still maintain all those licenses because I paid too much for it mm-hmm. <laughs> and blood, sweat, and tears. Okay. Right. Uh, but I don't operate that way because I didn't mm-hmm. want to be limited to just that field and the expectations. Um yeah. I wanted to be in love.
1: Yeah. Know, the, the
0: juicy dopamine of being in love and continuing that. And when I moved into entrepreneurship. I found my space. I found yeah. my person, if you will, through the work that I was able to do, impacting others at the core, so they didn't have to just deal with the mundane because they mm-hmm. were good at it, but mm-hmm. they could be great.
1: Yeah, I love that, and um, I, I I felt that in my soul because you're right. You're when you are doing there are particular things that you are great at yeah. that you love doing that you would do for free yes. that you would do over and over again that even when nobody's asking you that thing comes up and when you're in a space that like I always say that you know my previous job wasn't healthcare and it was mm-hmm. in leadership and I loved it I enjoyed what it is that I did but I always knew something was missing yeah. I knew it, it didn't fulfill me the way it needed to, right? Yeah. And then again, once I didn't even know I wanted to do entrepreneurship, but once I transitioned into it, I was like, this is it. Like, how mm-hmm. did I not know this? Like, but some of it is just the natural kind of like the way we're conditioned, right? That Come you ahead. have to go to work and you have to do it this way and you got to see yourself through. And I like, I love being able to see, like, Um, my generation of 80s and 90s babies of really transitioning into like that and right that that, that what you're what you're saying you want people to have is that and like you can do both you don't have to just do one thing you don't and and it fluctuates because at different times and different seasons you may have to go back to your traditional 9 to 5 yes. or you may have to go back to what you know how to do um you know specifically in order to do the thing that you want to do purposefully that's Ooh. and like and i think that that's the difference that like when we talk about some people like oh i have a passion for this is when you are in purpose it, mm-hmm. it hits your soul different that is yes. it is a I, I look. I got goosebumps every think <laughs> Just thinking about it, like when I started this, I knew that. Like I was like, oh, okay, Lord, like, you want me to do this, and I didn't know that I was like, no, this is a part of what it is. That the connections that I have, talking yeah. to other women who look like me, who have the same but maybe different stories that I yeah. I have, right? Who are able to like, it's like this energy that's just like we we both out here just loving. Loving what we do, like, you you can't get no better than that, because... When you're at a place where everybody's just like, ugh, not another day, <laughs> and do we like, hello, what time is it over? Whereas now I'd be like, oh, I, I got to get off. Like I have yes. to, right? Like forcing that I yourself. Want, you're forcing yourself to say, I need to take a break. Let me go eat. Let me go use the <laughs> bathroom, you know? So, no, I definitely, I, I definitely understand exactly where you are coming from. And I'm sure that our listeners um, definitely can feel that as well. And my hope always is that, which is a part of, what slaying self doubt is about is that you can get to that place because yes. what we're about to talk about is the you know the the whole purpose of this show right? Mm-hmm. Is thing that comes up that stops us from stepping out on faith and stepping out to see like yes. do I have to do this? Like how can I get the end? So my question to you is how has self doubt showed up in your journey?
0: Oh goodness, well, uh, how much time we got?
1: <laughs> uh, so... <laughs>
0: Listen, I feel like self-doubt, not just for myself, but for other people as well. But I will totally be first partaker and, <laughs> and talk all about my business. Mm-hmm. It shows up for me and still does every time I'm doing something new that's really uncomfortable. Yes. So I would love to just say that it was adjust. Way back when, eleven mm-hmm. years ago, when my husband and I decided to start this company, that was the last time that I doubted <laughs> myself when I was transitioning. Right, mm-hmm. but that would be a lie. Yeah. I when we started the first version of our our business, it was a staffing agency with a professional development division, an arm to it. Mm-hmm. And when I transitioned out of that, realizing mm, staffing is not your thing, great great idea, Nikita, for somebody else. Right, right <laughs> but, you right, know, right. you need to really leverage the skills that you already had with being empathetic and compassionate and a good listener and having those skills to really help people move from their breakdown into their breakthrough. Like, yeah, it's okay. You can, you can maneuver away from the staffing, but I was anchored by you put all this daggone money in it. You got all mm-hmm. this workers comp insurance, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like all the logistics <laughs> right. that go in and it, for those of you who are listening that are consider yourself high achieving and ambitious, you know how hard it is to convince yourself to quit something mm. that you told yourself This was the thing. Oh, yes, this is the thing. You hyped yourself up and you had good reason. Maybe you had good support. Maybe it was specifically because you didn't have support and you wanted to show the haters, family included, that you could do this thing regardless of whatever they said to you, projecting from their own fear. And then when you realize, because your spirit moves you, you listen listening, your clients are telling you, no, 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 that's great, but I want more of this other thing. And you're like, but I'll put all this money, time, and energy into promoting, branding, marketing, right? Like all the things. Will I look like I don't know what I'm doing? Will Mm -hmm, I look like mm -hmm. I'm not committed? Will I look inconsistent if I do this other thing that I really feel even more powerful about? Right. And when I gave myself permission to excavate, realizing there's a lot of, or at least it was a lot of what I call calcified chaos that was covering my purpose. Mm. My purpose, I believe for all of us, it's already in you. You don't have Mm. to find it, but you do have to dig through the mess to get to it because we have the mess of other people's expectations, the mess of, you know, whatever your story was, the traumas you had, maybe Mm -hmm. bullying you experienced, maybe your, your current or ex lover told you you never would all that stuff, as much as we love to be big, amazing women and say, that don't bother me. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Because we are human. Mm-hmm. Now, you may have perfected your way of you know, keeping a lot of it from you, but there are things that filter in through that Teflon yeah, that yeah. we've created for ourselves. And once I gave myself permission to say, okay... I am amazing and dope and all that, but I am not impervious <laughs> to doubt. Yep. I am not impervious to being hurt. I am not impervious by, you know, a certain someone's opinion, you know, random people are random people yep. keep them in the position in which they play, uh-huh, right? If they uh-huh. didn't earn any way into your space, but there are people in your space where their opinion matters. And sometimes what they say rocks you and almost jolts you into self-doubt that yeah. has happened to me. More times than I can count, Felicia. That's why I said how much time you got. Right,
1: right, right.
0: I think the last time that I experienced, you know, major shifting self-doubt was in 2021. Um, 2021 was a huge year for me. It was another, you better come on deeper. I already came to Jesus. It was come on deeper (laughs) (laughs) into the fold. Um, My body betrayed me in a big Mm. way. I already have a rare autoimmune and other health things. But 2021 decided to have an alien in my body. I had mm. a big tumor and it was it was a whole thing. It started creating other little baby tumors and all kinds of things. Surgeries, reconstructive, you name it. Mm. And I was humbled. Now, my husband and I have been together, friends since 13, together since 17, married since 22. We, we grandparents now. Yeah. We've been in this thing a long time. But there was still something beautiful about the mystery that we were able to keep in our lives. You know, mm. he had to do a lot of stuff for me but there were some things he didn't have to be exposed to in yeah. 2021. Yeah, I couldn't do anything for myself. Mm. I could barely hold a teacup, let alone wipe and clean and dress mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And not being in my 80s, that was humbling. Yeah, right? like we yeah. we kind of anticipate. All right, when I'm over 80, right, if I need a little right. assistance in that direction, it is what it is but when you're not <laughs> at that and you still want to be seen as sexy and desirable and you you also want your own agency and you lose that because of things that are going on with your body you know praise god he was there by my side the whole time to yeah. help me and to be here but it was also a very humbling experience for me especially as an ambitious doer that mm-hmm. I am i'm always going 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 getting it done and God was like, sit your butt right down, <laughs> <laughs> and the only doing you want to do is the physical therapy to you know keep some of your muscles, <laughs> you know, yeah. which was literally walking, no exaggerating, walking in a figure eight around my couch mm. for eight. Months. Do you mm. hear me? that was my outside? So when people were like, "Oh, how do you like you know the new loft? How do you like the state you're in?" Because we moved, and you know, I'm like, I, "Well, I haven't seen anything but the windows, and
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: about as much as I've seen and experienced." Um, and the doubt that crept up for me with my business still running and and doing great, praise God, it wasn't the same because I wasn't actively in it, yeah. and I kept thinking, "Well, what does it look like when I come back?" to work Mm. what does it look like now that I see that some of those things I was doing some of the things that are still being done to generate money while I'm off the grid are actually not things that are in alignment Mm. with what I want to continue to do Mm. but how dare you shift again right and the reminder that I received was which I believe is a download from God was we evolve continuously and we arrive to these different points. So the one point of I'm ready to be an entrepreneur and open up a staffing and professional development agency evolving to another point up Let's get out of the staffing. Let's do growth and development, evolving and arriving to another point of, you no, know, it's not just growth and development holistically. It's personal development for you mm-hmm. Mama. and evolving and arriving again and be like, mm, you got to go even deeper because you are amplifying intimacy yeah. across the board and just being able to give myself permission to do that excavation through that calcified chaos of, turmoil Mm -hmm. and trauma and things that I thought I healed from. I thought all the therapy, the mentoring, the coaching, the spiritual counseling, all the things, all the degrees, all the certifications, all the things that I've done, you thought it was enough. But my reminder is that you are always evolving, arriving and expanding. Mm. And I had to receive that first as the first partaker of that. And there's no Shame and shifting. There's no shame in saying, you know what? I did that. (laughs) I did that. It was amazing. (laughs) And then I'm done with that. Yeah, because I've expanded into another evolution, and I will arrive again. Yeah, and again and again, God willing, with breath in my body, with every moment that I have, I will see that there's further for me to go. No matter how much I know, and I will say, Felicia, I teach and I tell people all the time. I already know is the most dangerous, destructive statement you can Mm -hmm. say. I already know. Oh, I already know that. Well, why is it coming back into your space again? Yeah, It's coming up for a reason. Yeah, You already know, but are you practicing? Are you applying? Hmm. Are you gifting it to the people who it matters most around your circle? Like, why is it coming up? It's a reason that it's coming back into your ecosystem if you already know. And for me, nerd brain all the certifications, all the degrees, more than most people have in underwear, like all of it, I needed to back up and say, you do know a lot and that lot, is nothing compared to what you have left to learn. Yeah, You have so much further to go. And that keeps me humble. That keeps me paying for other coaches and advisors. That Mm -hmm. keeps me at the table knowing that if I'm the smartest person in the room, then that's my ego being served. My spirit is not. Hmm. And I need my spirit to be nurtured Hmm. all day, every day, not my ego.
1: Yes. First of all, thank you so much for sharing your story and um, just being very open, honest, and transparent. Like, that's the reason why i say like i you never know like everybody's story is different right but one of the things that i loved about what you said is was two things the first thing is that we talked about this a little bit before about the lord will sit you down right Mm -hmm. and when he sits you down it is for a reason we may not like how he sits us down and i've been sat down quite a few times and and in the same way we're like you can't go nowhere Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you just so you just you couldn't have just given me something a little less dramatic than this. You really needed my attention. Right. But the answer is yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He needed our attention because what we are being called to do nobody else can do but us. Come and on. so in order for him to be able to give us all of the things, he needs our undivided attention. And unfortunately for us, to, uh, the ones that keep moving and don't like to be still, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he'd be like, oh, okay, then we're gonna sit you right. down right here. I'm gonna give me a little bit of time. You ain't got nowhere to go. You good, <laughs> right? Because he already has a plan for us. He know what our future looks like. So yes. this where it seems like I'm being sat down. I got so much to do. He's like, daughter, you don't really, you don't even know the end. This is not it. I have more for you to do later on, but I have Mm -hmm. to give you this now in this way to show you what you already have, but also to show you what you don't need anymore. And what you said was, the next thing was about the shift, right? Mm -hmm. It is so interesting how afraid we are of shifts when they have to do with like personal, right? Mm Let a promotion come up. You're going you to do what you need to do to go get yourself some extra money. If you want to get another job, we out here trying to figure it out. When it, But when we have to change and we right. have to shift, it's because we're comfortable with the way things have been. And shift brings, you know, uncomfortability. It brings risk. Actually, yesterday, my, um, man, my, and I actually have it written down and I know I'm about to go and Google it and I really don't want to, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm about to, um, my, uh, therapist was saying that we choose, uh, um, self-abandonment versus self-authenticity. And I was just like, okay, girl, you just gonna go ahead and just <laughs> lay a word mm-hmm. on me like that. And so she says it is the safety in self-abandonment because there's no risk. Right. Yeah. And so when we just give up, right? And mm-hmm. we just be like, okay, well, this is just, this is, it, it is what it is. This is just happening like this. That That's a, a that's, that is us abandoning what could be, right? Mm-hmm. But when God gives you a, a place to, to shift, that's where the authenticity comes up. Because yes. like you said, you're evolving, you're changing. I'm not the same person I was when I was 12. I ain't right. the same person I was when I was 25. I'm not the same person at 41. And I hope not to be the same person at 51. because. Right everything grows if you're not growing you're dying so why are we afraid of growing in a different way and it's because of the risk that we may lose something we we hey we may lose some people we may use some things we're we're thinking we're losing the identity that the world sees Mm -hmm. but if you are really living in purpose he, he should be the only person that matters exactly. god should be the only person that we should be like so is this the way you want me to go and it sounds good until you actually have to do it and i'm, I'm listen i'm speaking from experience okay we're like won't have to do this this time can we just wait a little <laughs> bit maybe next the time bargaining <laughs> right we bargaining <laughs> with him but i love the fact that you know, when we have those moments to be able to see it's what you do next with it, right? What do you do in those moments when you say, when God is giving you that space to be different, when he's giving you that space to show up? And then the last thing I'm gonna say about it is that, and I say this often, like, if we don't move, the person we're connected to doesn't move, and we don't right. know who those people are, right? So when every time that you said like, "Oh, I, I went from here to here, and I I did a staffing agency, mm-hmm. and then I did, you know, growth and development," it mm-hmm. sounds good because we're thinking here, we're thinking with right. our Oh, y'all can't see me. We're thinking with our <laughs> brains like, what makes the most sense to us? And mm-hmm. God is saying. I have people for you and you, the people that I need you to bless the people I need you to pull into ain't going to come to your staffing agency. They're not going to come here. They're not going to come to your, you know, your, your growth and development thing. But if you, 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 it has to look like this for somebody to look at it and be like, Oh dang, that was, I didn't even know I needed this. I didn't even know that that was it. And Mm -hmm. so even in this moment, like, I just know it's the goosebumps again I swear the Holy (laughs) Spirit just be like that's why I say don't you you love it I got time you know because if he shifted (laughs) then we just we gonna go in that way but my encouragement is that like If you're walking in purpose and you're doing this, you have to be open to the shift. You have to be open to the change, even if it doesn't make sense, because in the end, when you see like, oh, I see why I had to do that. You don't know the people who are going to be blessed by your change and you have to be able to just be like okay god you know as scary as it is as Mm -hmm. uncomfortable as it is as risky as it is are you gonna lose some things absolutely but that's what's supposed to shoot i'm looking at this a new plant i bought and plants lose leaves all the time but at the same time as they losing it's other ones sprouting up you may not see them yet Mm -hmm. but you'd be like oh look at that little bud down there it's growing and then i'm like as a new new plant mom i'd be like oh i'm not killing it right (laughs) Right, (laughs) it is growing, but you can't see it yet. You can't see Mm -hmm. it until it really, until it comes into a whole leaf. Yeah, I was trying to think like bloom. That's the word I was thinking of. I
0: I actually love your your analogy of the. Plant. I'm a new plant mom, too. I I, I hear you, girl. On that one, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to keep you alive. I'm trying to keep you alive. Just that's one at a time, the one too. at a time. trying to keep you alive. I'm trying to keep you alive. That's, that's my job. Right. But I will say, like, my sister in love is incredible with plants. I swear she could create a whole forest if she wants to. She has such an amazing green thumb that I know she got from her mom. She reminded me, when she gifted me this beautiful aloe plant and an orchid, uh, not the orchid. She didn't give me the orchid. She gave me the lily and the lily. She said, listen, one only needs a little bit of your attention. That's the owl plant. Just come and you water it, talk to it, make sure you turn it. So it's getting all angles of the sun. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. live in a loft. So it's only, but you know, so many places you can put these plants and for your lily, which needs a little bit more. She was like, you going to see when it's thirsty, it will tell on itself the leaves will start to drop When mm-hmm. my uncle don't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. And they just, it just be standing there <laughs> and it's right. You know, it's a, it's a cactus plant. So it's yeah. very foolproof. It can just deal with so much, very similar to us as mm-hmm. women. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily see when it's thirsty. It won't tell on itself mm-hmm. the same way that the lily will. Both are beautiful plants in its own right. But the lily actually with this, these wonderful blossoms that it will have and all that, it actually has to be pruned. So yes, there are some leaves that will drop off of it on its own when it's ready. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of things it won't do for itself. It needs yeah. more love and care and you have to. And I was like, oh, I got to cut it. Like, I feel like I'm hurting it, right? You know, <laughs> you, you get attached to the plants when you're trying to keep them alive. Uh-huh. She said, no, you have to prune it. You have to trim it back. There, that It's not hurting, it's helping. As, yeah. un- as uncomfortable it is for you and for it on some levels, because, you know, there's some... Um, uh, not etymologists, but whatever the plant people are, I can't think of their, their official, the study of plants. I can't think yeah. of what call called yet. But the, some will say like, you know, plants can feel. They, yeah. can, they can feel when they're being, you know, given everything that it needs. Mm-hmm. So I was worried like, oh, am I hurting it? And she was like, the benefit of you doing that is so much more powerful mm-hmm. than you worried about this little prick of it. Yeah. And yeah. we'll do that with ourselves to mm-hmm. your point. We'll be so worried about oh you know my image oh uh, well what will they think because yeah. you know last year we was talking about this this year I'm all about that what are they going to think and those that's that little hesitation to prune back. However, to your point, Felicia, the growth and the way that it needs to happen and the way that it could happen. Isn't going to happen if we don't do those uncomfortable things yeah. that have more benefit than it does consequence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you can't see the growth. And the growth may not be necessarily in you. In this journey of mine, I I wasn't, I didn't see the impact that I had. I didn't yeah. see or understand how I was really like, I was just like, I'm I mean, I'm just showing up. Like I'm just talking. Like I for me, it felt like mm-hmm. I mean. I'm talking the same way I would talk to anybody. It's no different. But for the people who are hearing it, who needed it, who was like, this is the word I needed. This is the encouragement I needed. You may not see the growth that that yeah. it may not be. And that's what I'm saying that that little bug comes up. It got that's it starts true. at the root and then you'd be like, what is that down there? <laughs> you know, yeah. and then you see it. So, um, no, that was, uh, and I was going to say this last thing about plant show, because this is the, <laughs> the plant that I have. It's like that. I can't remember the name but it's like the swiss cheese plant oh so, yes so, so pretty right but my husband the other day was like I think you need to put it like now he paying attention you need to put it in another pot and I was like no I don't think so I think it's fine he was like I can tell by looking at it it's gonna grow bigger and that's not enough for him come
0: on and oh, I was like,
1: I, right, right. And I said, oh, that's a word. Okay, then. And so <laughs> I'm, but, but as a time, I'm like, maybe not yet. Like, because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, will I see it grow? How will right. I know? But what if you don't had a room? Right. What if it doesn't right. even had the room to grow? And, but I'm over here keeping it where it is because I'm waiting to see something, right? And so then I'm over here, the next thing I know. So today I looked again, I said, you know what? I think you're right. I'm gonna have to get a bigger pat and let, and see what happens. And if it grows bigger, then I'll be like, ooh, boo, you was right, you know? But we don't know, but that's that uncomfortability because now I got to start over. Now I got to get new soil. Now I got to take it outside and rinse it off and do it. And it's going to be dirty and messy. And I just cleaned up this spot right here, right? But we don't think about it like, but in order for you to get bigger, you got to you, you gotta get dirty.
0: Girl.
1: You, listen, I'm telling Woo. you. About to, wait, let
0: me, oh. Honey, talk <laughs> about church. I'm so grateful that you said that. You know, we were talking in the green room which I know the listeners don't have uh, access to, but you were talking about the movement of what Mm -hmm. you're doing, right? And I relate to that on so many levels. And what you just said about the more room is exactly why I started talking about being intentionally selfish. That's my movement is having Mm. humans. You could be male or female, but if you can be more intentionally selfish, you now have that spaciousness you need for growth. Because we we like this, we're busy, we're doing, we're yeah. going, we're running. And when you're constantly doing that, that is equal to the metaphor of being in the same space where your roots are getting entangled because they just growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you got to slow down. You have to give yourself permission to slow down and even to, even to know to step back and be like, wait a minute, something ain't right. I feel yeah. like- this plant might need to your husband's point, I think it's missing a little something. And it's not necessarily the the pruning and more water. It's something else that's under the surface that Mm -hmm. most people won't see, Mm. but he was slowed down enough. He was removed enough from the doing of taking care of the plant that he could see it. And for me, the redefined version of, of selfish is that personal intimate gift to create mm. your joy. That gift is your spaciousness. You need that in order for you to say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you was talking to me? Because I don't need you to shut me down, God. Right. I need to be able to hear you. But I can't hear you when I'm booked and busy. Right? I hear you when I'm productive and I have spaciousness. Yeah, yep. But when I'm booked and busy, because I'm living in scarcity, because I think I have to control, that mm-hmm. I have to do, that mm. I'm the only one that can. And God then reminds me, unfortunately, because I'm a rebellious child, a little too often, I've been trying to get a word to you, yeah, but you haven't been listening. You've been so focused, which focus can be good until it becomes fixation, right? The extremes. Water is good for you until you drink so much that you drown yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be mindful that even a good thing can be dangerous if it's not God-led. Yes. Thank you for for saying that. That was awesome.
1: Every time, y'all, I tell you, every single time it be intentional. Like the Lord be knowing who is supposed to be here and when they supposed to show up. Okay. So um we've talked about shifting. We talked about the, you know, just all the changes that have happened in um in your life and how you've kind of got into this phase. So what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before?
0: True. <laughs> okay. so I know right I'm like well like which one will take less time so (laughs) she can get back to her family Um,
1: it's all good it's all good
0: (laughs) right I've learned a lot I will say um, I was a fairly confident human before I became an entrepreneur Mm. I didn't even know and I wasn't you know, I, th- I think the immature version of me might've looked a little cocky to be quite frank, mm-hmm. but I was, I was fairly confident in what I knew and not just from a, a work perspective, but I'm silly. I'm awkward. I talk out the side of my mouth. I'm I'm very animated for no good reason. Like mm-hmm. it's just naturally. And I know a lot of people can't handle that. And in my former entrepreneur self, I wouldn't think twice about it. I'm like, oh, that, that's your problem that yeah. I roll my eyes and make faces when I'm just, you know, having conversation, right? Yeah, right? and yeah, yeah. I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. But when I became an entrepreneur and the spotlight was on me in a very different way, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're in a system, if someone that you're connected to, that you're engaging with, doesn't like something about your, something about the way you're doing something or what you're doing, you can say, oh yeah, well, you know, the system, that company, you know, I'm trying not to Mm -hmm. oust anybody, but you know, child, I know the company, they always, you know, they they make us do it this way. We have to do it this way. Or I'm like this because of the Mm -hmm. system, right? Like we get to kind of blame the system. And usually we're right. We're restricted (laughs) by the systems that we work Correct. correct. But when you become an entrepreneur and you're creating your own system, mm. when someone doesn't like what you said, what you did, what you're doing, how you're doing it, or or your product and your service, yep. you take it personally, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Erica Badu with like, I'm an artist and I'm a little, you sensitive know, sensitive about my by shit. By <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, you don't realize you're going to be like that, but yep. you end up being it. And then you start to personalize everything to the point. That you start to doubt, mm-hmm. okay. Well, maybe I'm not as good at this as I thought I would be. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't do this myself. You know, maybe yeah. I gotta, you know, bring in partners. Or in my case, I told my husband, now God showed me the vision of this institute back in 2009. And I was excited and late at all that came and told my husband and my kids. And we we're all like, yes. Now it took me two years to get the strength up to be Mm -hmm. able to actually take the leap and become an entrepreneur in 2011. Two years later, two years and a few months actually. And when I did it, when I was ready, I said, okay, husband, you have to be the president of the company. And he said, well, why? Is is it your vision? Like I support you. You know, we're doing it together. It was our money, let's be Mm -hmm, clear. mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. so he's a a shareholder. Right, right. All that. But he was like, it's it's basically your your vision, your company. And I said, no, I think that, they're not going to respect a woman being in the front. It has to be you. Like I'll be the face. I'll do all the things I need to do. But in certain board meetings and certain pitch meetings, I need you to come to the table because I don't think that they're going to respect mm. me as a woman. And so that was my first entree into Serious doubt. Now, Mm -hmm. that was, of course, at the beginning when we were still in the staffing mode. And unfortunately, I was right because Mm -hmm. staffing is a very male-dominated. There are a few women players, right? Mm -hmm. Very male-dominated. But it's also a older white male-dominated. And we just happen to be a Black couple. Yeah. So even having him at the table, so to speak, didn't give the same energy that it would have if he wasn't a Black male. Yeah. And a lot of that made me get angry. It made me reach in and say, well, you know, South Philly and Nikita need to actually Kia, that's that's not growing up thing. <laughs> Kia need to come out because these people playing games and they don't know who they're dealing with, right? Like, you know, <laughs> that that survival, that fighter wanted to come up, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in a polished way. It was mm-hmm. in a reactive coming out of trauma, coming from abandonment, coming yeah. from attachment issues way. And that wasn't the best way either when I didn't see the gift of this doubt and these triggers that were coming up to show me where I still needed to do more work. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And so
0: I would work on some things. I would work on the anger, right? Like I would work on the, you know, the way I would handle a conflict out loud, <laughs> like <laughs> Kia can't show up when she got on stilettos and the, right. the pencil skirt and pearls, right? Like that is not the time. It's Dude, not the it's place not for today, Philly.
1: Today. <laughs> Come
0: on, Philadelphia. <laughs> Come on, like, you know, be, be kind, be kind. And, and then after I would do that, I'm like, OK, I can handle this. I can maneuver this as I'm shifting into other spaces. And I'm a metaphysician as well. And I'm a minister and there's all these other places. And I, then I see the extremes of people who are practicing witchcraft mm. and, and doing it. And I'm like, listen, that, that's not me either. So yeah. how do I say this without you know, going back to South Philly Kia because South right. Philly Kia could push you away in a second. I could do it with a glance, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you realize that that that's a real weapon, not a pretend. I'm just threatening you verbally, yeah, weapon, right? But I've grown from South Philly Kia, so I don't need to to be her in this room. Mm-hmm. But the the doubt that's rising up that makes you wonder, like, how am I going to help educate these people and show them as a marketplace minister, show them the love of God without getting angry and you know, pushing yes, them into yes. it because as much as I'm a Christian woman, I don't run a Christian business. Yeah. God didn't tell me to only work with Christians. Mm-hmm. I'm working with whoever God calls me to work with, and when they see the love and they say, Nikita, how do you do? I say, But God, right? Yeah, and that's okay that you're not ready to receive it. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Yeah, that's not I'm my here job. To convey yeah. through my actions, through my showing up, and through my being. But that meant I had to do the work too, so mm-hmm. I wasn't just. In empathy and understanding their feelings and their suffering, but so I could be empathy in action, which for me is compassion. Mm. And it's, it took a little understanding of what Nikita had to work on, including, all right, girl, you can't pull out the knife because somebody pissed you off right. right you're not you're not 15 no more like you can't right. you can't do that and and you know for us our knife isn't necessarily a metal mm-hmm. it's our tongue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as women ooh, yeah.
1: slice you up right
0: <laughs> Slice you up in pieces and have you looking at? Well, wait! I thought we was friends, right? Yes. Like you trying to figure? I just say how good you...
1: morning. Like, what? Is, yeah. how, how did we get here <laughs>
0: exactly? Because we was holding on to all the shade mm. and all those moments mm-hmm. before that day when you just said good morning. Yeah, we were like, no, we we know that good morning was an entree into you about to thank you going into that place again. And right, I didn't show right, you How you not? Yeah, yeah. And I had to get better at being able to handle those difficult conversations and mm-hmm. situations that would come with these, you know, six, seven figure deals and all these different opportunities and still saying I'm powerful enough and I am loved enough to not see this as my only opportunity. Mm. This person is not in the integrity that I want to work with. Yeah, This company doesn't have the values that we have. They are not in alignment. So I can say no and open up that opportunity for my real yes, the yes that I want and not be in scarcity. And honestly, Felicia, that took some real work. I missed my eldest. He's about to be 26 and a couple of, by the time this comes out, he'll be 26 and a few shakes. I missed his high school graduation because I was living in scarcity mm. I, that I had an opportunity to do a work thing and it was already booked on my schedule and they changed the graduation date because of a flood or something with the original building I'm like uh well I'm already locked in so your dad will be there your godmom will be there in my stead for the maternal en- energy and I thought that the plan because you know ambitious women we put a plan together in a minute I'm like yeah well, you know, yep. th- mm-hmm. this works because if it was a man he can miss it in a heartbeat. Nobody mm-hmm. questions when a man mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. be at a important milestone. And I'm like, well, I got to go to work because when you decide to do this next thing, when you decide to get go into that college or to travel, he's an artist, when you want to do that, I want to make sure that we have the money and we're not impeding it. So I have to do that thing. Yeah. I, I really thought that if I didn't do it because being in a space of scarcity yeah. as an entrepreneur, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah. You know, all the things that we, have you know, intuited from other people, mm-hmm, we've literally mm-hmm. been directly told mm-hmm. from other people. I was like, I got to do this thing to make sure that I can gift you your next Did opportunity. You do the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, in the moment, because my son is me. I got you, mom. I understand. It's not a problem. I'm, I'm glad my auntie can be there. You know, it's good. And of course, made it back time for us to celebrate after, mm-hmm. but missed the actual graduation. Couldn't be there for the actual graduation. It was years later. My granddaughter, who's now four, is she was already here when he finally said, that really hurt.
1: Mm. That
0: really hurt me that you couldn't be there. I know you made a plan. I know I said it was okay because I understood you had to work, but it wasn't the same. I wanted you there. Yeah. I needed my mom in the room. And dad was great. Of course, he ain't never going right? to, right? Dad was great. Auntie was great. But you weren't there. And I had to be honest with him. I was living in a space of scarcity. Mm-hmm. I thought that if I didn't go to that thing, then what you needed next, I wouldn't be able to help your dad and I as, as a unit yeah. supply for you because of the place that I was in. Yeah. And that was 2015. That was the last major time mm. that self-doubt, scarcity, limited thinking shifted me in the opposite direction of where God was calling me to.
1: Yeah. No. And that's so good. Cause what you've been saying is that your, your growth, that's what you've been doing on this journey is just like yeah. growing from that. And, and it will come from moments like that, right? Like where you, you're thinking, oh, I can't do this because I have to do that. And we, a lot of times we don't realize that we're scarcity a lot of times when people think they think money, but yeah, it's not all about that. It's right. sometimes experiences, it's time. It's oh, I can't I can't spend time with you, watch this movie mm-hmm. with you, cause I gotta get yeah. on this call or I gotta That's sit right. here and answer these emails or whatever the case may be. And the the one of the things I think that we forget sometimes in entrepreneurship is that we have the freedom of
0: our time. Yes. Come on. We have the like we don't
1: we're not bound by someone else's rules and regulations and say you have to work from nine to five. And That's it's such right. a hard thing because in the beginning of this conversation, I said we are conditioned mm-hmm. to think that it has to look a certain type of way. And so if it don't look like that, even if there's nobody else around. Right. Yes. I'm looking around in my empty room okay I don't have coworkers. I don't have a right. boss I don't have you know it, mm-hmm. if it don't look like I'm working with my air quotes you know mm-hmm. then it's like am I actually doing something am right. I actually and it took me a while too like I've only been in this space for three years mm-hmm. and it took me now to be like I mean if all I do is a podcast I worked yes and I'm like, because don't nobody know the amount of energy it takes to show up at 100% to talk to a stranger. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and act like you've known each other for years. Like, mm-hmm. literally, y'all, I've, I've talked to over 100 women that I have met for the first time the day that we record. Yeah, That is not like it's... And I have to give you all of me, right? Yes. Because otherwise, it'll be dry as I don't know what. this <laughs> Right? Right? Like, why am I listening going it is, down? What's it happening? would be a dry conversation if I came in here like, how are you? Blah, blah. No, mm-hmm. but that's where the that also in, in, you know, in me in like, you have to be confident in how you show up no matter where it is. Right. Yes. But we're looking at it like, OK, well, let me go do this. And now once I'm done with this, I have to go do this, ex- this next thing. No, I need to go to Costco. That's what I have to do after this, right? Like, it's real. And it's okay. And guess what? Whatever I have to do later, I will find the time to do it. But if I need to go check on my son, like, it's so many different things that, like, everything is competing for our time, but we choose. What are you choosing? It's a choice. We have to choose what is really important at that moment. The rest, some stuff can wait. It will, it will absolutely. If your body is saying lay, lay, lay it down. I need you to lay down and I need you just to close your eyes. I need you just to rest. Instead of oh, I'm gonna push through, I'm gonna just drink a coffee. I'm gonna drink a soda and let mm-hmm. me just get this work done. You're, you're not operating in your full self because half right. hey of you is in that bed wishing yes. that they was laying down. Mm-hmm. And so then you're giving your mediocre self, child, I don't have time for that. I don't listen.
0: You're don't, over you, it.
1: I'm over it. And like I say, mm-hmm. I'd have been sat down enough times that I've been like, Lord, the, I'm good. Okay. Just, just fine. Okay. You want me in, in <laughs> insert some laying down myself? Okay. I will sit myself down so you don't have to touch me. <laughs> like we don't, we don't have nothing, nothing, nothing. I don't want no parts of that. So before we go, I want mm-hmm. to talk about what it is that, um, uh, look, I'm, I, and like, I'm trying to scroll back up on my thing. Cause I want to make sure I say the words correctly i I want to know what is it that big pro balance and relationship management institute offers what do you do what 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 is what is that all about
0: yeah so we're a global personal development company and thank you for asking uh we have three major verticals we work with our power couples and just for clarification power couple for us does not mean you have billions of dollars Mm -hmm. right for us it is are you philanthropic are you influential in whatever industry you work in? And you might mm. be retired, but are you influential in that industry of service that you're doing? And are you an advocate for disproportionately affected people? Mm. That is hugely important to me for so many reasons. And if you are able to see a show bill from this, you will see by the color of my skin. Hmm. One of the reasons why that is important yeah. that I work with people who are standing with and not against Anyone who looks like me mm-hmm. in any shape or form. Mm-hmm. So when we work with those power couples, they're already in good relationships, but there's a few foxholes, some gaps that they just want to close. We call them the love gaps and they want to amplify. They're like, our relationship is good. We have good foundation. However, we're, we don't want to just be good together. Like mm-hmm. how we were talking about earlier with that relationship with work where you're yeah. just like, yeah, we're really good, but we want to be in bliss. We want to yeah. be great. Yeah. We want to amplify this intimacy. And yes, we are talking about sex, <laughs> but we also, there's 12 other layers of intimacy, right? Sex yeah. is just one of them. i not only want to help them with orgasms, which I do and, and, and take them into a greater division okay, with then. that. Uh, <laughs> you now that's important when you want your, you want your forever lover to really yes. be your forever. (laughs) (laughs) But we also are doing creative intimacy and aesthetic intimacy and emotional intimacy and all communication Mm -hmm. intimacy, like all those other layers that really help to close those gaps and amplify them into the next area of their life. And typically they come and work with us anywhere from a, a straight forever lover VIP day to somewhere between three and three months and 12 months, depending on what they need and how we can help them in a very bespoke way. So nothing is cookie cutter. Okay. I have a private advisory where I work with women entrepreneurs where we do virtually the same thing, but they want to work on it for themselves. Mm. They, they're like, you know, I love him. Maybe I don't have a him yet, but I'm ready in myself for the next level of opportunity yeah. personally and professionally. And there are just some, some small foxholes, some gaps that I want to close with myself so I can really level up mm-hmm. no matter, How much success I've had. Yeah. And our third way is this intentionally selfish suite, which is my new baby. I am so proud of her. It is our personal development incubator for women entrepreneurs. And we are literally helping these women with their interpersonal and interpersonal and relational skills to the point that you can't help but to be certified. Mm. So we're certifying them as selfish coaches, depending on which level they come in, because it's three levels of the incubator. And they're also doing a residency. So they have practice time. It's um. I liken it for anyone who's listening and has ever watched Grey's Anatomy. I rec- I liken it to the Grey's Anatomy for personal development without the soap opera drama, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, with, right. With, without <laughs> that part of it, So I'm really. But
1: that's the reason why that. we we watch Grey's though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for it, is. The drama.
0: it is. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm
1: a day one fan, so yes. yes. <laughs>
0: I knew I liked you for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the main things we do. And we also have a corporate arm where we basically do a version of the same thing for corporate minus the sex conversation Mm -hmm. for HR reasons. Well, I mean, Uh, of course. right? But we're we're amplifying intimacy for those bold leaders so they can actually retain their top talent. Um, So everything we do is all about leaving those imprints regardless of which door you come in for us.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that, it's not just one thing right Mm -hmm. even though the the base of it is the same but you're using it to be able to help um, people in all different types of areas and I think a lot of times when we do certain things um, I was having a conversation with somebody and as we talk about shifts right you know Mm -hmm. somebody was asking me like uh, it's like who's your target audience or whatever have you and I was just like I hate that question and mm-hmm. so you know it was just like well what's wrong I was like because like society you know previous entrepreneurs all of that social media everything will tell you oh you have to niche down, you have to niche to like a specific and I was like but you know for this specific thing I was like self-doubt shows up at 12.
0: Come self-doubt on. Self-doubt
1: shows up at 15. 75 like so I can't niche it down it shows up at your job it shows up in your house it shows up at your in your marriage in your health in your finances I can't niche that down Mm -hmm. it can't get I, I got nothing like I was that, like and I that get, is
0: the niche it, 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 yeah
1: the niche is, it, is everywhere because it's at right. every given time at any different time in any different part of your life that is what God has called me to do so I'm like I can't answer that question because there's I can't get no smaller than yeah look, we slaying self-doubt that's the end the mm-hmm. end it's specifically for black women okay that's about as as niche as you're gonna get from me right like that it has to be women who look like me that is you know and and who wants to fulfill their God given purpose? So then, that's about it. Outside of the other stuff like demographics and niche. all that stuff, I'm like, I can't give you. It, it's not going to go any, any smaller because of what it is. It affects all of us
0: Yeah. every
1: given at every facet of our lives. So, I can help you wherever. Right. Like right. it doesn't it doesn't really matter where right. you are. You know, I know right now. No, I'm not doing like children. Right. That's mm-hmm. just, it's just the conversation piece of it all. But eventually when God's ready for me to talk to young women, I've been in. I know right. what it, it feels like to be 16 and doubt yourself and be Come worried on. about what other people. I, I know all of that, right? So mm-hmm. when we, when you think about those things like the fact that you're able to tackle all of the areas like me, I want you to I want you to work on me personal as the woman, as the entrepreneur, yes. but also in my marriage, right? Yes. But then also when I'm in this corporate area too, I need you to get me together over here. So I love that you mm-hmm. are spreading the love.
0: <laughs> Thank you. From the bedroom to the boardroom, honey. Know, yes.
1: Right. In <laughs> real life. Okay.
0: In real life. <laughs>
1: nikita this was so much fun okay like i really i always like i said i'd be talking to strangers y'all every day like just (laughs) be like "Mm, i don't know um and so but the lord knows he always knows who it is i need to be connected with Mm -hmm. he knows where the conversation is supposed to go and so i'm so grateful that um you were able to join us today. Thank can you. you please tell the Slayers how they can connect with you? Slay Nation, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. We're Slay Nation, Slayer Nation, I don't know. But just oh, let I us know like how both we both of them. I know, right? They're
0: so That's cute. hard. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um, but tell us how we can connect with you.
0: All right. I will say the best place to come is to our, our parent company website, which is ThigPro, T H I G P R O.com. And as a gift for all of you listening, I encourage you for the readers out there to go to aselfishbook.com and get a complimentary copy of, it is not a how-to book, I promise on my life. It is my survival memoir and personal transformation story that I believe if you read it and you got to get past the hard parts because I'm very transparent and very honest about a lot of the stuff, Mm -hmm. read to the end so you can see and receive your victory because Mm. that's why I wrote it
1: yes yes y'all you already know all of that will be in the show notes Nikita thank you so so much for being with us thank you for sharing thank you for your transparency your wisdom all of it um I don't know about y'all but uh I'm blessed so you know
0: (laughs) thank you Felicia so much
1: oh you are so welcome